Welcome to High Tea Time, where we drink tea and wait for the edibles to kick in. And oh yeah, we talk about Star Trek The Next Generation, usually the episode that we watched in our podcast, High Trek, last week. That's what we do. Last week we watched uh, We'll Always Have Paris. Yeah, it was an episode. It was, and I really thought it was a great episode after watching the episode where uh, Tasha passed um, grip r.i.p r.i.p uh f f it puts put some f's in chat put some f's in chat for me and my and my dear tasha done okay today we're drinking some vanilla rubus um it is from encore teas and chocolates in olympia um i got this really nice holiday sampler pack it is not technically a real tea but it is an herbal tea i understand the difference but it's really delicious. I like the vanilla. That's nice. Mm-hmm. And you steeped it in such a way that it is not bitter. I'm getting better at this. You are. Mm-hmm. Good job. Woo. Progress. So anyway, we always have Paris. So, uh, John, Luke, Picard, they go, I think, do they go investigate? Is there like an SOS? They're on their way for shore leave and there's an SOS. Okay, so they get, they're on their way to go on vacation and they get an SOS. And oh no, it's John Luke Picard's old flame. And then there's some feelings about that. And then her new, new husband, her husband fucks up time and space and then gets stuck in between for a bit and has a coma time and then almost dies. But then they fix it. And then uh, Picard and his old flame are like, yo, I should have said goodbye. I was a coward. And she's like, yeah, you kind of dicked me over and I felt real bad. And he's like, yeah, I was an idiot kid. I have no excuse. The end. He also said goodbye a proper way as an adult. So he made amends in that way as well. I wouldn't call that amends. So yeah, they had a dinner. I wouldn't say it made anything right, but they had a dinner. And it was satisfactory ending, I guess. And I'm not saying it made the situation right from before. I'm saying that they concluded and they said goodbye this time, and that's the best way to do it. Not just to just, oh, not say goodbye again, just disappear. Look, ghosting is a legitimate strategy, is all I'm saying. Nobody has the right, like, nobody has to demand conversation from anyone else or meeting. Like, nobody owes you that. Societal niceties. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely societal niceties. But it's also a legitimate strategy. They're not incongruent. That is correct. All right. So I think that it was a a good way to end it. And like, I messed up. I'm not going to do that again. I've learned my mistake. So I'm not going to repeat that mistake. So it was nice seeing you. I apologize. Goodbye. No, that was nice. There's a lot of little nice moments throughout the episode. I thought. Well done well-acted moments, I guess, would be what I would say. Sure. It's hard for you to comment on this, I understand, because you felt that the second half, and correct me if I'm wrong, was a bit like lackluster and your attention wandered a little bit. I, I cannot pay attention to the second half of the episode, um, mostly because of the fight between Picard and his ex-flame was just so melodramatic that I I had issues with it just in pacing and storytelling it was cute it was a cute moment and I think if it was in something like barefoot in the park I would have absolutely loved it but because it was in Star Trek I just could not vibe with it 
and I my my body had to go to a different plane for a bit. Although to take it outside the show a little bit, that was your day. Yeah, that was your day yesterday. <laughs> I didn't have that. Oh, this is, um, hey, look, I have a very low tolerance for incongruous <laughs> vibes today. I'm out. Peace of the mountains. But so we should actually talk about what the characters did. Oh, if, yeah, yeah. Um, so we have given every single character of the main um, ensemble cast a Dungeons and Dragons party class. So let's go through our party, ro- our adventuring party roster, and see what they did this episode. So we got Jordy, a rogue slash scout. He but was, did he? Did he, he was anything? in it. He he steered the ship. He sat in a chair and he read stuff off a computer. Yeah. Yeah. He read about time. No, he was in the elevator when the time door sta- just yeah. station happened. He also gave information about the location of the distress signal. They said, hey, what's up those locate coordinates? And he didn't have to look it up. He kind of knew. He was like, yeah, this is, you know, mm-hmm. he does kind of a scout thing and kind of knew the location. The he checked the, the map. Yeah. He checked the map a couple times. Except he used his own mind. He didn't actually have to check the map. Ooh, at least he once. Rolled, he rolled like a nature check. Yeah. A directions check. I don't think that's a check. No, nature. Nature check. Does it, yeah. Jordy succeeded on some checks. Uh, Picard, he is a fighter slash blade singer, which is a, a wizard fighting class. I don't think he did anything really related to the class. He did a lot of stuff and a lot of character building, but I don't think he did a lot of I mean, he class literally stuff. sword fought. That's true. I guess that is literally <laughs> he, the thing. He, he literally does. fought with a sword. <laughs> foil if you want to get specific oh i didn't ever look that up so i don't know if it's right or not for sure it is yeah i want to verify before i make any bold claims that's fair i would do the same thing in your your situation thank you yeah but anyway he uh he fenced a bit in the beginning which is literally a <laughs> a blade stinger thing yeah. yeah so uh he trained up he has some practice Mm-hmm. Practice in the gym bit. Yeah, yeah. Data, who is a wizard. Oh my god, they sent him off alone. They're like, look, this is a magic tower full of a bunch of magic uh, traps. We're sending in the wizard. Yep. And it worked out alright. It did. Pro tip, in case you are not good or not, you know what? That is a bad way of putting it. In case you're not experienced with playing Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, don't send your wizard anywhere alone. It's, it is ill-advised. Just don't. I mean, unless your wizard also happens to be an android boy who is indestructible. That helps. Yeah. Uh, Worf is a paladin. Was Worf in this episode? He was there. He walked around. Okay. He was... He had the big, sh- the shiny belt on. That is normal. Is that normal? That's his Klingon heritage thing. Oh. I thought he won best best boy award. Nope. <laughs> Did I not. thought, well, we're probably giving it to Worf this week because <laughs> he hasn't really done anything. And his best friend, who we only found out about that they were friends last episode, died. So you're the best boy on the ship award. That'd be a horrible award to win. <laughs> hey, we all just think you need some extra support this week. <laughs> Here's a golden sash. That's how that works, I'm sure. <laughs> um, uh, Beverly, uh, who is a cleric, she got real jealous. I thought she handled it all right. Hey. 
Troy came in to talk with her and like see how she was doing. She's like, Yo, you know, Picard's old flames around. How are you doing with that? And she's like, I can't compete with a ghost of his past. And I'm like, one, nobody asked you to. B, what? C, what? One, one BC. How you? That's how you organize thoughts. One BC. One BC. It's <laughs> a while ago. Anyway. Update our system. Was that not what happened in that scene? That is an interpretation. Mm-hmm. I thought it wasn't as... Nuanced as I could have gotten? No, I just thought it wasn't as garishly overdramatic. It felt really overdramatic. <laughs> was that part of the episode that I stopped, that I couldn't vibe with it anymore? It was very possible. I'm not sure. Okay. You would be the one to answer that question. I don't remember if it was part of the first part or the second part of the episode. I can't recall either. Like, like a part of the episode, I just, unfortunately... I was in discord <laughs> with the episode. Yeah. I, your reading is not incorrect, and I can see that. I just gave it a little bit more uh, leeway. It's so funny because like, when it comes to like media, I never give anyone the benefit of doubt. When, but when it comes to like real life people, I'm just like, yeah, people have bad days all the time. And I'm just like, yeah, have all the benefit of the doubt. But like when it comes to media, I'm like, Mm-mm, no, you're not allowed to have a bad day at work. I kind of took it like she was taking the perspective, and, per- and this is probably me superimposing my own perspective, that this is between him and her. They have to sort it out. This is his his thing. And whatever we may have or not have uh, doesn't matter right now. They It'll be sorted out and it's not my business. So I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, I guess. That's how I took it. But. It just seems like she was really binding her nose in someone else's business. Beverly? Yeah. She didn't want to talk about it at all. It was Deanna that came in oh. the subject. Deanna came and looked in on her and see if she was okay because she knows there's so a tension weird, between. So weird because usually when I say like, you know, I just don't want to talk about it, I just use those words and then I'm done. She kind of did say that. Oh, I guess I'm not on a TV show though. Yeah. Okay. Um, that leads us to Deanna Troy, the bard. Oh my God, she is sense sense emotions everywhere. She's, that was like it was just stuck on like she had an amulet that just like gave her detective emotions at all times and she just walks around being like you seem emotional right now you also seem emotional right now there's just emotions everywhere everyone's having so many emotions i thought she was just listening to people oh that's what empaths do <laughs> she is an empath she just had her empath traits stuck on it's yeah usually she on. doesn't do that usually yeah. she just only has them on at certain she was times. a chatty kathy that day she episode. was a fucking chatty kathy she was just like Look, I saw the way that you looked at that empty soda bottle, and I think I think I can go get you a new soda if that makes you really uncomfortable. And it's like I was just I was just slightly disappointed that I drank all my soda already, and I thought I had a sip left. That's fine. I'll get over it. Sounds like a conversation you'd have with me. Yeah. <laughs> Indiana Troy. Yeah. Um. I really hope that this isn't the beginning of them like kind of ignoring Deanna Troy and the bard position in the party. Because it's starting to feel like they're just using her character as kind of like a, a write-off. Like, oh, we need, we need a way for the plot to continue. Deanna Troy, talk about feelings. It'll cycle in and out, probably. Ugh, that sounds terrible. I mean, it's seven seasons. There's only so much you can do. Be good all the time? There's only so many things you can do <laughs> before it gets repetitive. I think they keep it entertaining enough, but they do do use that. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. 
So we have Wesley Crusher, who is a sorcerer, who I think was at class. Yeah, I think it was at class. He was at class. Like, he was there, I think. But was it spring break? It was on the way to spring break. Oh, hey! Yeah! <laughs> nice. And then that uh, rounds up our party with Riker, who is a swashbuckler that is a um, kind of roguish, piratey, Robin Hood character. Mm-hmm. He kind of took a back seat, I think, because he was present and there was discussions, but he didn't. He like... was in the okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in the elevator and he was in the dock, and they had he had a lot of conversations with Picard about stuff. So, yeah, he was he was he was very he was very supportive role, and he didn't really do anything like to his class. He was just he was there. Yep. He was counsel. Yeah, it's a really big Picard episode, so. Mm-hmm. And we've had Riker episodes, so it's We have, we have. Yeah, no, I mean, I feel ones. like it was a good Picard episode, but, like, I feel like all it really did was, uh, is, like, ah, oh, he is a lonely, complex man who chooses duty over love. And we already kind of knew that about him. Yeah, but this was the confronting that. And, actually, there uh, some cracks in his, uh armor and you gotta see a person. So he knows that he's he regrets that decision is what is what the show is trying to say. I don't know if regret, regret is the right word, but that he, it wasn't a clear cut like it's always my career. Okay. It's like there's like he did it's things like, he oh, re- could have had both. Yeah. It's like because at one point he says like the choices I was making, neither of them were probably the right choice. Okay. And he kinda said something similar to that. And so it wasn't binary. And you, there was a lot of growth discussion there. Okay. It was just like, look, I, I made the best decision with what I had at the moment, but I realized that it wasn't the only decision. It wasn't an either or. And I really felt like it was an either or. Yeah. And that was wrong with me. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. I like that. That's, that's, that's good character growth. Well, hopefully when you I missed and, it because I couldn't vibe. You couldn't vibe. I couldn't vibe and I was just like, ah, and my brain just kept screaming and I had to disassociate. I guess fair. It was a little corny. It was too corny. I mean, it was the 80s. It was too bad. I couldn't. <laughs> I could not. But it sounds like it was a nice episode for anyone who could sit through the whole thing. I thought so. Yeah. So, what is our next episode? Conspiracy. Conspiracy! It is the second to last episode oh of God, so the first season. We're so close to the end of the first season. After diverting a, to a secret meeting with an old friend and some Starfleet's finest commanders, Captain Picard finds the USS Horatio destroyed. Oh no. I don't remember this. Episode. That's okay. It's important to the season, but not too important to the series. Yeah. It's... It feels like it's going to be the season ender, but it's not. Okay. So, yeah. Well, I look forward to it. Let me see. Let's see what our tea leaves say this episode's going to be. Oh, mine looks like a really cute Halloween ghost. Like one of those really, really squishy guys. This is going to be cute, cutely spooky. I have a messed up looking quest, quest giver with a little quest mark over his head. <sighs> what does that mean? They're going to go on a quest. They're going to go on a spooky, cute quest. Well, join us next week to see if Conspiracy is a spooky, cute quest. Thanks, guys. Have a great time. Bye.